Bow, bow. Super Gremlins coming right at you. Bow, bow, bow. Perk it. All right, I ain't gonna lie. I, I guess that's one of those songs that you just be at a party or something and you vibe into. Yeah. You know, I've come to realize in my life mm-hmm. that I don't hate new music. I mm-hmm. just take them for what they are. Mm-hmm. So I don't call them rap. I just call them party music. Okay. That's what I say. I see. It's... Because it's, th- it's music that sounds really great when right. you really fucked up. So essentially, you're kind of just using a more sort of colloquial term. It, yeah, it's not rap. Okay, it's rap. It's yeah, but it's party rap. It's different. but it is exactly. I mean, it's not. It's not, I don't like when people tell me, "Oh, we have a discussion about rap," mm-hmm. like real discussions with rap mm-hmm. about rap. Mm-hmm. I don't classify party rappers as real rappers unless you're like right. a a transcendent party rapper like a drake would you Uzi or something like cuz i mean definitely there's been like a whole bunch of rappers i mean at least since the 80s mm-hmm. who like i mean a lot of ll cool j stuff was definitely considered so, like party rap so this is what i mean this is what i mean mm-hmm. yeah mm. there's a there's levels to this right right so ll cool j right mm-hmm. i need love but he's a rapper rapper he raps and he makes actually Music that you will listen to even if you're not at a party. True. A lot of this shit, well, we just got done listening to. Dang, I'm, I was sorry for my language. Um, A lot of that stuff that we listen to or mm. what we would just listen to, mm. just stuff that you listen to, a DJ might throw it on at a party to shuffle through or whatever. Facts. You won't listen to it on your daily. I wouldn't listen to it on my Yeah, like normal. Beatbox by Spottom Gotham. That, I think that's a prime example. That's not a song that I would listen to on the daily, but I probably would be forced to listen to it, or at least it would play once if I'm like at a club or right, something. Right, you right, know right. what I mean? Or whatever the but, song is. But you know, and then mm. I get it also that um that maybe for some segment of kids or whatever, they might listen to it on their daily or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to each his own. But right. I realize now I'm at a more, I've always been more of a adult state of mind state of like i yeah like i understand it for i understand it and appreciate it for what it is it's over there but yeah. i would never say but a smoke perp would never make my playlist unless he had unless he i ain't gonna say unless he had a really really good song mm-hmm. that was like i right, i catch myself vibing out to mm-hmm. yeah then i probably would little uzi vert didn't make my playlist until exo tour life i actually it was the same thing with me as well I never had I never had Uzi like I, I I honestly didn't rate Uzi and I didn't have him in my playlist until Exo Two Alive and uh twenty twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Twenty minutes. That's when I was like, Oh, I was like, yo, this dude's actually pretty dope. Like he can actually make some some banger tracks, you Put know like what this. I mean? Put and like those this. are songs that I would listen to even if I'm not right, you know uh, at now, a club. Now I ain't gonna lie though when he when I when it first came out and I and I added it to my song but boy imagine me my my black ad my black tail on mm. all white PWI three D three campus yes going around to my song all my friends are dead push me to the edge all my friends are dead push me to the edge all my friends are dead anywho. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Culture Clowns Podcast. Welcome, welcome one and all. I am your host, Jay Combs, a.k.a. Mr. J Stay Saucy. That's J-A-Y-S-T-A-Y-S-S-A-U-C-E-Y. Let's get it. And I'm the co-host, M. Kennedy Simbai, a.k.a. H-M-T. And you can find me on Instagram at P-R-O-D period B-Y period H period M period T. And remember... With Culture Clowns Podcast, the grass is always greener on our side. Always. Always. And forever. And forever. Anywho, we took a break. We took a week off. Um, had to get some stuff taken care of. Working yeah. on our, you know, he got some stuff going. I got some stuff going. But yeah. you know, we back and we live in action because you know we had to go back because we got a lot of stuff that happened. Yo, a lot's happened in the past week, folks. Bruh, and we uh, got a lot to talk about. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, so you want to go ahead and get into it? Yeah, let's kick it off. Uh, For the Culture Clowns News Update. update. Do, 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 do we got to get like news? Hey, have news. you seen it? I, I do actually. Oh, yeah, that'd be so dope. Yeah, got to put that in there. So, yeah, numero uno, Dave Chappelle. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that's really happened in the last week, if not the biggest. I'm pretty sure by now everybody knows that Dave Chappelle got tackled on stage while he was doing a set at the Netflix is a joke festival here in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a big thing. Hey, the festival and seeing not to cut you off, but yeah. that is oxymoronic in its own self. Like Netflix mm-hmm. is a joke. When I first seen the banners for it, mm-hmm. I was like, so it's a show on Netflix mm-hmm. about Netflix being a joke. Yeah. In which case Netflix is becoming a joke. A joke. <laughs> I like the fact that the folks at Netflix don't take themselves seriously enough that they're like, okay, people can just take the piss with us. Like comedians can take the piss with us. Like you guys can joke, say whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I, I honestly do like that. And I think it shows that Netflix supports and is fully behind stand-up comics and stuff like that, which is great, especially for us as, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, know, it's comedians. It's, It's always great to know that they're those big studios and companies that are there for you and are there to support you. You know, and, and don't take themselves too seriously. But uh, let's get into the details. So Dave Chappelle was doing a set at mm-hmm. the Hollywood Bowl. Um, and he was tackled by a gentleman. Apparently, he's a, a rapper, a SoundCloud rapper, actually, by the name of Isaiah Lee. Uh, Isaiah Lee, with a name like that, he sounds like he should be the... We got to look this dude up. He sounds like he should be the defensive end or a tight end for... One of these NFL teams. He's not even on Spotify. On Spotify? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, that's Isaac. <laughs> oh, it might be. Oh, it might be that nigga right there. Isaiah Lee. This guy? It might be him. Are we sure? Yeah, it looks like him. It looked like him in the in the photo, actually. Let's play. Let's see. He's verified. Nah, that ain't him. Not him? Nah, he, he's verified. That's strange. Kind of looked like him. But anyway, this dude tackled Dave Chappelle. And uh, he had a replica gun. It wasn't a real gun, but he had a replica gun Mm -hmm. with like a knife attached to the end. Mm -hmm. Like on some bayonet, (laughs) Civil War, Glory, Morgan Freeman type shit. Like like wild. Like I'm actually, I'm like, what? And uh, this dude, you know kind of failed in his objective because he tried to tackle Dave and Dave managed to kind of in a way sidestep him even though they both fell but the dude clearly didn't 
get the kind of contact on Dave that he thought he would. And uh, long story short, the dude ended up getting stumped out by not only Dave Chappelle's security, but also by most deaf Buster Rhymes and Jamie Foxx, who was wearing a sheriff's hat <laughs> at the time. So that that's crazy. That is horrible. You got beat up by the nigga that got beat up by Michael My- that beat up Michael Myers mm-hmm. and Django. Yeah, and 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 the dude, and the dude who was playing a very strange and in a way socially anxious character in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most Dell since he went from rap to um, movies, there's been his socially awkward guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, even yeah. in the movie, uh, he had like this, it was like a, um, I think it was 24 hours or something like that. I think, I forgot mm-hmm. what it was. What it was there was, that, yeah, I think it might have been Where that. he was like, he had to play this socially awkward guy with this cop and mm. just he, the cop was trying to use him to like get the bad guy. Really interesting movie. He's de- most Def is very good at playing socially awkward characters or maybe that's just him. So that's why he's able to do that. I don't know. But it's just crazy to me that we live in a time where comedians can just get attacked like that. And I think it's also important to understand why this dude apparently did it. Mm -hmm. The guy claims that he did it to raise awareness because his grandmother in Brooklyn had been evicted from her apartment, I guess, because of gentrification. And he was trying to make a statement because Dave Chappelle... Uh, had wherever he st- wherever he lives, which I think is Ohio, mm-hmm. is that right? In Ohio, the city council or town council had planned to build public housing in the area where Dave Chappelle lives, mm-hmm. and he uh, objected to it. Now, the dude obviously was like, "Oh, this would be a prime opportunity to tie what's happened to my grandma with Dave Chappelle because now I'm going to get clout." And people are going to know about this. Watch this. You know what I mean? Watch this. This is my response to that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh Uh-oh. It's Kevin Hart. He's right. Gosh. This is a clip of Kevin yeah. Hart. For yeah. context, folks, this is no, a clip of Kevin no, Hart on Jimmy Kimmel. No, I'm going to post it on the, uh, so they, so they yeah. can see it. Yeah. All right, here it is. Here's his take on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's my response. Yeah, to that. yeah, 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 Somebody yeah. Somebody ran on stage, got their ass whipped. He's right. And yeah, that, yeah, that's my response to that. It's like facts. You know. They broke his arm. I'm sure some of you have seen the footage of a guy getting. <laughs> I love it. Dude has a hook. Uh, yeah, like like I'm sure some of you have seen the footage of the guy getting loaded into the ambulance. Like. Uh-huh. He got, man, they, they they did him. They got him. Spot him. They spotted him. They got him. And, 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 and they beat him. And he got stomped out by 10 niggas with 12 feet. Yeah. 
there. They got him nicely. They they stumped him out. I mean, I would be embarrassed. Look, I mean, it's already embarrassing getting stumped out by security, but on top of it, you're getting stumped out by Jamie Foxx, most deaf, and Buster Rhymes too. Like, dude, that's yeah, a Mac massive Mittens. L. You know? I don't know. I just thought I should throw it Mac Middens. That's the guy. That's Dave Chappelle guy. For all those that don't know, that's Dave Chappelle's mm. security guy who he always cares, keeps around him to oh. remind him, like, if anything goes wrong. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's just something that he did said in his stand-up one day in one of his stand-ups and I don't yeah. know, it's just always stand with me that he got a guy with him named Mac Mittens. Niggas in the industry have big security guards, dude. I'm I'm trying to get like big I mean I'm I'm six three, folks. I'm like six three, six three and a half, hundred and ninety one centimeters. It's a big show to be your security guard. I'm trying to get yeah, I'm 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 trying to get like big shows or like Mark Henry's, just like some Phil real big looking dudes. It's even better if you're like a Mark Henry or a big show and you have like years of jujitsu or like Muay uh-huh. Thai or Because then I know you're just deadly. And anyone who tries something with me, anyone who tries to John Lennon me or whatever, like I know their ass gonna get whooped. You know what's Perfect. crazy? That's what I like to hear. For me, I just wanna I just want two security guards, right? Mm. They're gonna have a desert eagle between them. Wow, probably you're gonna never know who's gonna have the desert eagle. It's very so if you specific. run up on me. <laughs> hey. Hey. That's very specific. And they're gonna be huge. <laughs> Ew. I'm 5'8". They only need to be 6'5". Yeah. Or 6'3". Damn. Somebody getting whooped. They, they're getting stomped out. I agree. I agree with what uh with what Kevin's saying here. Like, I don't I don't know why why why, uh, why the host, why Jimmy Kimmel. That's not Jimmy. That's oh, it's not Jimmy. It's some other dude, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't get why the dude is being... Like, he he doesn't seem to fully understand that this is it's it's about one people's safety. It's about sending a message that you can't just keep messing with people and expecting people to turn the cheek. Exactly. There, there's been too much of this turning the cheek type of business for far mm-hmm. too long. And I, I look, I'm not a violent person. I'm really not. And ideally, I would say I wish all situations could be handled with nonviolence. Exactly. But if you decide to be violent towards me. For absolutely no reason, for something that has nothing to do with me, something that's happening a whole bunch of other states away in New York, okay? I'm gonna, your ass getting beat, bro. Like, you just need to learn. People don't wanna be disciplined, and this is what happens. And for all those that's gonna say, oh, what about Will Smith? Will Smith did inside the da da da. Well, here's my thing on that, and I'm gonna say this. I still say Will Smith was right in doing what he thought was right. In that moment, mind you, Dave Chappelle, I don't know what's, what he said, but I don't think if old boy went there three times in a row, I don't mm-hmm. think he said anything about the dude three times in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, from all we know, Dave, and also also to that Will Smith thing, Will Smith and Chris Rock knew each other. We knew with the Will Smith thing, mm-hmm. we knew Will Smith didn't jump on stage with a gun slash knife. Mm-hmm. So we knew Chris Rock wasn't going to end up losing his life because of Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And we knew if worse came to worse, if this would have happened to Will Smith, then I would have still said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Will Smith got what he deserved. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Dude is not Will Smith. So if anybody going to tell us, oh, well, y'all defend Will Smith. Yeah, exactly. It's not Will Smith. Exactly. The, the, the situations are different. Although it was an act of like violence in both cases, the situations are completely different. Mm-hmm. Is it the context you must the con folks? I tell you what, folks, 
context is so important exactly to so much of what we're seeing today in society and so much that happens people like saying oh well you're saying this but what about this that that and it's like well dude you're not giving proper context because the situations are different so you can't really compare them it's like apples and oranges exactly. yeah they may be fruits right they might both be acts of violence but the context around what happened in both situations is completely different exactly yeah and here's the thing and i would say this in both situations ended how both situations should have ended mm-hmm. now if chris rock would have jumped off stage and whooped will smith ass then hey dang i cussed again if will smith would have if chris rock would have jumped off stage and whooped will smith mm-hmm. then cool yep. i would have said will smith got what he deserved yeah chris rock also got what he deserved I still don't say Chris Rock was wrong in a joke. I, a joke that was written for him by, from other nah, people, he, by no, the way. No, he didn't. He that was off his head. That was off script. I thought that they. No, I thought no. that they, uh, the 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 folks that. confirmed that they had uh, oh, that I they had a whole writing team. No, he had a writing team, but they said he went off script. Oh, okay. Yeah. There so we go. That's new. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. So I will say this: I'm not mad at Chris Rock for making a joke, and I would never say a comedian don't make your joke. Mm-hmm. No. However, I also say this. Will Smith did what he thought was in the best interest. And I said I was going to stop talking about this, but another incident like this. Yeah. So Will Smith did what was best for him. And in the context of Chris Rock directly talking about his wife with alopecia, he just went up there and slapped him and got off stage. Oh, boy, went up there. Who knows what was on his mind? Oh, Chris. And for all we know, I don't know what the set was about, but we I know for sure that it was confirmed that old boy said old boy went there for like two or three times stroke, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so you went there two or three times. Ain't no way in the world Dave Chappelle like picked you randomly yeah. to talk about three times. Like you're not that important. Yeah, you're not. Like, no, you're not that important. You're not that important. So and then even if he did, even if he did, you don't jump up on stage. At a national, like at a comedy show. That's another thing. Why was it the Oscars? And why was a comedy show? At the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> like, yeah. In front of a way bigger audience. No, it's, it's just the fact that a comedy show where you go to see jokes. You, you go to get ripped on. And, not and even, not even that. You, you go to see jokes. I, you know, like when T.I. and this is this is my issue though, and it's celebrity, it's it's celebrities and it's the common folk. Like T.I. was getting ripped uh, at that comedy show the other day uh-huh. by that um, it was a female uh, comic, uh-huh. and she was making jokes about like the allegations and stuff. And then T.I. starts like getting mad, right? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, you gotta have thicker well, skin because well, at the that, same time, it's like T.I. also started that though. You know, uh, pardon? He started it. He started the situation. No, 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 no. Exactly, and 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 that's and, and that's exactly my thing. Is it's like he could have just laughed it off. It's whatever. Move on. C- comics use people in the audience all the time as part of audience engagement. Exactly. USTI don't have to engage with it, but when he decided to to start it, and then he obviously went up on stage, and then I think had like a thirty-minute set or whatever it was, and it was kind of awkward because. You know, dude was, you know, really off his shit, I guess, because of what had just happened. But it's like you got to have thicker skin if you're going to comedy sets. I'm not going to go to a comedy set and not expect that the comic 
won't make a joke about me, maybe about my my height. Hey, how's the weather up there? Or, you know, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? It could be something simple. It could be something crazy. I mean, maybe dude doesn't like my nose, whatever the hell it is. I'm not going to. It's a comedy show. I, I'm expecting that there's going to be crazy jokes. Someone might get ripped on. It's whatever. You know what I mean? I feel like celebrities and individuals, human beings, everyone needs to, like, chill and, like, relax. Like, stop taking stuff no, so seriously being, like, sometimes. When we look at his reasoning, and this is what baffles me, you went to confront a guy that stays in Ohio mm-hmm. about a situation that happened in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Because you went to go confront a guy who stays in Ohio that mm-hmm. did something in Ohio, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But you stay in Brooklyn. Yeah. And such and such situation is going on in Brooklyn. So the guy in o- who's from Ohio with no bar- bearings on you in Brooklyn, you drive, you go, you travel all the way to Hollywood, California to confront this guy. Like the logic behind it, like, and that's it's another dumb. thing. Like, my thing is this: Are we becoming less and less focused on logic and reasoning now? Yes, that, I, that's that's scary. That's that's wild. Like, no yeah. more logic or reasoning. I definitely do. And uh, then yeah. my thing is also: What did he expect was going to happen? Even if he would like, yeah. what what did he genuinely expect was going to happen? Because even even if he had stabbed Dave Chappelle or whatever, and you know, he probably would have died. Like, dude, dude would have died. Then you probably would have gone to jail. Even worse, somebody might have done something, probably killed you as a thing of saying we're trying to save his life because you're attacking him with a knife. So we're shooting you as a security or whatever. Like, ultimately, what you wanted, which was to raise awareness about the plight of middle class and poor people and gentrification, fucking up people's lives. Like, you could have made a much better bigger bolder statement doing something else than doing what you did because ultimately nobody even really knows the reasons for why unless you've actually read articles on it Uh, people don't know the reasoning for why they did they just know oh yeah some crazy soundcloud rapper went up and tried to you know tackle dave Chappelle and tried to stab him so it's like ultimately what you wanted you're not even gonna get dude like i'm gonna say this dumb and i'm gonna end this topic on this this segment this whatever on this as I said with the Mike Tyson thing, mm. the last show, mm. at some point, somebody needs to be made an example of. Yeah, yeah. He got stumped out now. Yeah. But all these people trying these celebrities and pranks and all, mm. clout chasing, mm. I just want one of them to make a news headline. And I'm people going, oh, whatever. Somebody needs to be made an example of. Somebody needs to get their ass beat. No, no, no. Somebody needs to get a good shot. He said somebody somebody needs to listen. Again. Hey man. I'm no. not again, I'm not for violence. But at some point, if this trend continues, somebody's gonna get shot. Somebody's gonna get shot or killed. Killed, stabbed brutally, something something bad's gonna happen. But when it happens, mm. I hope that that sets an example for you. Yeah. And we need to stop letting these people saying these people's name. I'm glad mm. they haven't said these, well, you said his name earlier. Right. But I haven't really heard his name in anything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know. So I'm glad because mm. stop making these people martyrs and stop saying these people's names so they can live in infamy. Yeah. In, infamy. yeah. Like, yeah, somebody at some point is going to like, yeah. And yeah. I honestly, at that point, if when that happens, I'm just going to be like, well, 
Hopefully now they will learn. Hopefully now. All right. What else you got? Dos. Number two. uh, Kevin Samuels. R.I.P. 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 to the goat. Kevin Samuels died and fat girls and toxic dudes all around have been going losing their mind. Yeah. Losing losing their mind, bro. All Kevin Samuels was trying to do was, Uh you know, let broke dudes and fat girls know that you got to get your shit up. You uh-huh. can't you can't be expecting high value or higher value people or expecting a certain life if you just down. If oh. you just down bad in multiple different ways, it's just not gonna work. You you have to understand that there's tears. This used to be understood. And that's that's why that's what I don't understand. Like honestly how do we get I'm to this point where people don't understand that there's tears? I'ma say this. My mom raised me not to talk about or make fun of people and their demise. So I'm and honestly, <laughs> but the fact that he died from a heart attack when he his whole thing was people against fat people. Yeah, it was the Red Bulls, man. D- yeah, I, 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 I thought about that too. I think DL, I think it was DL Hewley said, I think he on he posted uh, something, I think on his Instagram. He was like, hey, he said they stay away from the Red Bulls or something. Or it was O'Shea Duke Jackson. It might have been O'Shea. Shout out, shout out to O'Shea Duke Jackson. If y'all don't follow his channel, Mm-hmm. On YouTube, you should. Uh, yo, he's 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 great, man. I love I love his stuff. He was talking about, hey, stay away from the Red Bulls. And the thing is, whenever whenever well, whenever I ain't gonna lie, I, I at least drink me a Red Bull. No, I I gotten onto this new thing called Celsius. Those mm. things are delicious, but I only drink one a day. I don't drink more than yeah, whatever. Because the thing is, Kevin Samuels, you know, in his lives, you would see him drinking Red Bulls, and sometimes he would drink two back to back, and it's like. If you're doing that every day, man, mm. your heart is it's only a matter of time before your heart gives out. And the thing is, as you get older, your heart isn't as strong as it was when you were younger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're younger, you can probably hit those red bulls, but once you get old, you especially being black. Black people are already genetically predisposed mm. to issues with blood pressure. And our hearts, it, it, it is what it is. It, it just is what it is. So, so we I, as a, you know, you can't be messing around with that stuff, man. Like, you know, I, I, f- I feel that. Yeah. Um, but to the Kevin Samuels part of it, mm. I felt like, in all honesty, I didn't. For me, I did feel like, um, I felt like a lot of his stuff was. I don't know. I didn't agree with a lot of this stuff, but I say sixty-five to seven percent of the stuff I agree with. The rest of the stuff he says, it's like I he's on some other stuff. But the genuine message that I get mm-hmm. that he was talking about mm-hmm. is understanding where you are and stop thinking that you're gonna get a handout to get to where you want to go. Exactly. That's all the other. Oh, you fat. You built like a linebacker. Oh, you thirty. You ain't gonna never meet nobody. That's all. Like that was all unnecessary. I mean, that for me, that stuff was shock value. But he was just being upfront and honest. Like, I feel like, and you then know, here's the thing. I feel like I just I didn't look at his shows for. I didn't look at his shows for mm. um informational or learning. No, they were entertaining. It was an entertaining for mm-hmm. a shock jock. Okay, you got a shock jock mm-hmm. cutting down stupid people. Mm-hmm. That that's what I looked at. Mm-hmm. Stupid people that call in, and then I got a friends like, "Oh, you always defending these stupid." Women. No, these are very. These are women that's coming in 
with their already predisposed ideas and like weird they're just these are nuanced women like um like they typically every like day-to-day girls if they are like these girls are out there right yeah but these aren't all women right they don't represent all women Mm -hmm. these are attention-seeking girls that you probably would see anyway Mm mm-hmm and then, yeah, they might have some of these positions and some of these stuff like that that you, like, oh, I'm an independent woman. Yes, there's nothing wrong with a strong independent woman. And mm-hmm. that's something I, I thoroughly uh, disagree with him. Oh, you, you strong independent women are just out of the market or whatever. All I'm going to say is this. For somebody that preached a lot about, oh, I make marriages or whatever, mm. you failed at two of them. Right. Which is... uh. And I think that's that is an important point, granted, right? And I and I think one can look at it twofold, right? That like you can obviously critique that and be like, oh, okay, well, how could you be in a position where you're telling people this at that? But like you're saying, he had excuse me two and then two failed marriage uh, two failed marriages, right? And then it's also like at the same time that experience that he has is also why he should be talking. Well, here's the thing. Because here's the thing. there's a lot that we can gain from what he's okay. gone through. And, and ultimately, ultimately at that point, once you've heard it, it's like it's up to you to decide whether you want to okay. take the advice the or thing. not. Here's the thing. We could gang that, that you say it's experience and knowledge. And like I said, mm. I don't disagree with a lot of the stuff he says. Mm. Like I said, 65 to 7% of the says is right. Mm. Like a lot of these women out here do have a lot of these people out here, just not even women mm. have a lot of inflated, have this inflated belief and confidence in themselves when they have nothing to yes. stand on. Yes. And which, they need to which was his main message. And poking those. Yeah. Like, yeah. Poking the holes in these people. They, mm. oh, self-absorbed. Oh, you, you 600 pounds barely can walk. Materialistic, too. narcissistic, yeah. egotistic. You can't see your you can't see your private part. You you so fat you can't see your private parts, and yet you out here thinking you you somebody tells you about yourself and tells you you need to go do something because to get active because mm. you can't walk five you can't stand up for five minutes. Mm. He calls them big Shirley's. <laughs> he calls them big Shirley's. But here's the thing, like here's my thing, here's my thing. I feel like that that it also on the two fold of that. Mm. There's a way in talking to women and building them up mm-hmm. without tearing them down. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of his stuff that he, and then a lot of the the other thirty mm. percent of the stuff that I said, mm. a lot of it just shock jocking is like inaccurate. He'll come up with the statistical on um, women and uh, like how single household families and all the mm. women statistics. It's like, but if you look at the context of it, yeah, it doesn't. You look at it, he he just a lot of his points. I feel like did take a lot of the context out of everything. And that was my thing. That was my drawback. It's like, yeah, you talking about all these single women and how single women are like all this, whatever, out of the market, whatever. Yeah. And this is something I, I, I hate with guys that like go in all like all these alpha males and oh whatever mm. women bow to me. It's like, bro, you still at the end of the day, a lot of y'all come from a single mother. Mm. You was raised on a single mother. Mm. You bash, but yet you bash single women. Mm-hmm. You da- you bash all these women. Then you wonder why none of these women want to deal with you. Mm. Like, here's my thing. Here's mm. my hang up. Mm. And this is something I thought about. Black 
and you can see it in any kind of market. Men aren't shit without women, mm. but women aren't shit without men. And the moment people realize that we work better together as a team mm-hmm. and not always, oh, this this is this side, they're they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, this side, that side. The mm-hmm. moment we realize, okay, we not really shit without anyone and we gotta live with both of each other because mm-hmm. this is how we do this. Yeah. That's what we're gonna get. Definitely. I, 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 f- I fully agree with you. I, I hate the bashing of each side. I feel like I feel like it's not so much bashing, but it is about having hard conversations about how both sides in the black community behave. The thing that a lot of people don't know about Kevin Samuels is before Kevin Samuels was talking about women, he was talking about men. No, he did. He, and even then, he, he was talking he, about when afterwards. He, he was doing it for years. And the reason why he decided to switch is because he came to realize that you could give this advice to men, right? And, and the men will do, will do everything that they need to, right? The protectors, uh, ensure that they can provide, etc. But what he came to realize is that women, especially a lot of black women, want a traditional man when they are not willing to behave like a traditional woman. Right. And that's which something I, I do. I which agree. which I, I think is, which I think is the, the boom, the core of it. The reason why black couples were stronger back in the day is because both the man and woman were traditional. Now it's expected that one of one of us is supposed to be traditional but the other one isn't. That makes no sense. It it has to be both sides. If if you want a traditional man, you want me to be able to take care of you, provide for you, do all this. You also have to be a traditional woman. Like, and you know the craziest part about it is, mm. men and women. And this is something like I'm not. This is not about Kevin. Because mm. like I said, this goes into that seventy percent of what I do believe is mm. they're like it's right on mm-hmm. traditional. And this is ideal of I want traditional marriage. Mm-hmm. We're not in a traditional society anymore. Right, but women still want men to behave like we are, exactly. which is which is the issue. But men want the same. But on the, to the flip side of women, they want the same. Men want the same thing. They want traditional women. But well, they no, at least for me, non-masculine. Okay, the, yeah, the, I get the, that. The, the issue for me with with the with the black community, and I'm gonna be very honest, especially when it comes to. Uh, but my thing because because there's a whole lot of issues with black men, right? Like uh, the shootings. Killing, no, no, like let me ask d- you dumb this. shit, right? But with women, there are a lot of masculine black women out there. Of of all the groups, of all the ethnicities, of all the races on this planet, there is no one who can tell me that black women aren't the most masculine right now. And it's not because they're naturally masculine; it's because media is making them masculine. Right. I will say this though, to their the play woman's advocate, mm-hmm. if you make more than a, you make more than somebody mm. <laughs> then you would you tell that somebody oh yeah i want you to but there's somebody's like not doing anything mm. and you you doing the finances all that you're gonna tell them how, how you how how are you gonna tell somebody that makes more than you how to spend their money right you you, you can't um how are you gonna tell somebody i want to be the head of household when you're not doing head of household things and that's my hang up on that. Mm. But ultimately, like I said, I do uh, thoroughly agree that mm. women out here and the course of what Kevin was saying mm. is this ideal of self over self-evaluating. Yes. Yourself yes. And over inflating 
And men the do idea. it too. And that's that's what that's what I agree with mm-hmm. hands down. Then these women that come on mm-hmm. there, they're all playing into their st- those same stereotypes. You've got four. There was one woman who went onto his live, and she had three or four kids uh-huh. from like three different baby daddies. And then she was talking about I can't find a man, and I'm gonna be settling and what. And I'm like, lady, you. <laughs> biologically no man wants to raise a kid mm-hmm. that isn't his i, I fuck with that point that's that like it is a biological fact of life like men don't want to have to raise kids that aren't theirs we are proud of our own progeny it's a biological fact we're wired like that right mm-hmm. and for me it's a thing of you can't expect that you're going to be able to get a high value man or a higher value man, because some of these women be talking about a hundred k. He's got to make a hundred k. He's got to make five hundred k. You're talking the about these rappers and these ball players. You're not talking about the av- the average person, average man. And that's where makes that's, like eighty k. And that's <laughs> where that's where I was getting into this ideal that I want the rich guy. Mm. What about the average guy? And that's where I'm with Thank Kevin. You. Is that's where I'm with Kevin one hundred percent. Exactly. It's like, yeah. You look. You, you want all this on TV, but you're not doing yes. anything to do all this on TV. You want the real housewives without realizing that's a very small pool. Like, it's not. You want real housewives, but you don't want to put real housewives work in. I agree. And that's that's just, like I said, these women that come on there, that's the 70%. Mm-hmm. Like, I, seven is, yeah. Seventy percent of the stuff I do agree, but then mm. he, he, then he goes into his over masculine, then like the bashing is like, all right, cool. A lot of then he goes into like I said mm. a lot of the stuff I feel like at times he came off like all right cool you you do I get what you're saying but you're yes. avoiding the context of it yes but all right ultimately like I said I feel like may he rest in peace I feel like he, now people now that he's gone people talk about him more than when he was alive that's hilarious <laughs> and uh that's hilarious angry fat bitches <laughs> and toxic. Toxic would toxic wanna be um what's it called it alpha males alpha males are all yeah. losing their shit right now it's some real crazy <laughs> stuff man damn all right what else what's the next thing you got for us? uh last one is Roe v Wade mm-hmm. uh I'm I'm very pro choice right I always have been pro choice mm-hmm. um it's very obvious that the United States is backsliding uh into some sort of theocracy um. You've got crystal fascists, and and that's who they are. Okay, mm-hmm. they're they're Christian and they're fascists, and they're trying to control how the majority of this country thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weirdest part is conservatives and Republicans like talking about small government, the government not interfering in people's lives. So what are you doing right now? You know what I find. What are you doing right now? You know what I find. This is the opposite of giving women and couples the freedom. To make the decision that they need to. It's you know crystal fascism at its finest. You know what I find crazy about this? How are you pro-life, but you're pro you're anti-government assistance? It's dumb. Like you Yeah. You want people to have kids, but you don't want them to have the means to have kids. And then I also find it funny, God dang. Uh oh. They looking for somebody. <laughs> but um no, nah. so my thing is this, right? It's Pearl Peace Harbor Republic. all over again. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so my thing is this, my thing is this, right? You got all these people talking about some pro life, pro life, pro life, whatever, right? Yeah. 
and it's to me what's what's baffling about it you're so pro-life yet no flip that scratch that mm. what's crazy to me is the party of big business mm-hmm. is the party that's saying they're in favor of people having more kids mm-hmm. don't they realize that in order for you to be an efficient worker mm-hmm. you have to be at work if people have more kids mm-hmm. they're not gonna be at work yeah so it, it's baffling to me that the, the the party of the big business is the party that's so pro-life mm. and then i also find it funny the 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 ones that are so so strict by the constitution oh mm. the constitution i love my constitutional rights yet you are are willing to go and say all right cool i want to avoid out you're so for the constitution mm-hmm. yet you're really going to go against the constitution mm-hmm. and you're so you're so against you so for mm-hmm. government laissez-faire staying out let the people be mm-hmm. yet you want to have the government interfere you're so yeah you're so oh you so um divide church and state mm-hmm. yet you're pushing your religious views mm-hmm. into law for them american freedom means the freedom to impose their religion on you that's the whole that's the whole thing and it's like you some I, I, there was this quote that i came across some years ago and it's one of the most powerful quotes and it still st- sticks with me it's it's like republicans aren't pro-life they're pro-birth and the reason why they're pro-birth is because first of all the demographic of white people in the country is lessening mm-hmm. um mostly because ahead of any other groups white people generally had access to contraception first and all types of things right especially in industrialized and like tertiary like nations where like the tertiary sectors are stronger and stuff like that you tend to find that they have greater access to contraception greater education and stuff like that so the birth rate isn't as high compared to folks coming from other places of the world etc like etc and even folks already here in other communities right the whole thing is for them it's a thing of trying to get the birth rate up but secondly, it's also a thing of Republicans and these crystal fascists want a poor base of people in debt who are just going to continually be working for them. America is a debt-based society. It's a, it works off a debt-based economy. They know that the more kids you have, especially if you can't afford to take care of them, that's perfect because that's going to be more debt. And kids also then means you're going to be spending more on stuff for us. Uh, you're going to be spending more on stuff from all these different corporations, whether it's toys, nappies, whatever the hell. So that's good for them. Generates more more income, and then the more kids they are, oh, that's perfect. We're gonna have a a base for, uh, you know, young workers who we could exploit, et cetera, et cetera. Because these kids are probably gonna have to go out and work at some point when they're young, bring money into the home. The way these people think is so criminal. It is so so criminal, and it's very sad that America is really backsliding into a sort of theocratic society. For me, what's crazy is how. The recent Supreme Court justice uh, appointees um, said during the confirmation hearings, Roe v. Wade is settled law. They all said it. Roe v. Wade is settled law. No, we're not going to change it. They lied. Well, we knew they, they lied. lied. They, perjured, a, they perjured themselves. One, <laughs> of, one of them literally wrote us a pamphlet or whatever. She, this is her only like law background is writing a paper yeah about why roe v wade is bad and mm-hmm. how it should be overturned so we already knew that was gonna happen 
But <laughs> my thing is this, and we can get off this subject with well, kind of speeding it up a little bit. Is I had the thought. Uh, so basically, it's like I find it funny that Republicans, the party of mostly the rich, right? Mm-hmm. Is the party that's going after um, abortions and mm-hmm. all this and like all that, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I find it funny that they're the ones doing it when majority of their kids are the ones getting them. Mm-hmm. It's that's like I'm be honest with you. I've never met a minority who had an abortion. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot that had miscarriages, mm-hmm. but if you if put it like this if you went to Planned Parenthood right now mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you're going to see more white in there than you do any other race that's very interesting and I actually would be interested in looking at the stats um, I definitely would be and we're definitely going to I feel like this is a conversation that we definitely should have again and we will definitely look at the stats right. and we should go into detail about it uh, I think that uh, Tim has to leave he has an um, appointment um, so with that we're going to wrap it up a little early today. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else you want to add? You trying to get out of here? Trying to no. tune radio your way out of here? Speedy no. Gonzalez? Nothing else. Uh, just always remember, folks, you know, this, is, this podcast is a safe space for people to say what they need to. You know what I mean? And also do it respectfully and talk about topics that are very difficult in a number of ways and that you have to maneuver around very carefully. But we always want people to know that we're approachable. Right, and that we have varying views, wide, a wide, a wide array of views. We're not a monolith. There's no, yeah, we're, there's nobody. We're not conservative. We're not liberal. We're not. There, there's certain things that you agree with, certain things you don't. And that's just how it is. With that, culture clowns, we out. We out.